Welcome to the New Regime Podcast, a Cleveland Browns podcast recorded immediately after every single game. We call it New Regime because us Browns fans are ready to start over after every game. And can you believe it? I think a lot of us are just shocked right now. Feels like, do you remember the first time you you were slapped in the face by someone? <laughs> I'm not saying I've been slapped a lot, but do you remember the first time you were like slapped in the face? That's what it feels like right now. I can't believe how bad the refs lost this game for the Browns. Like the Browns did a lot of bad things in this game, but the four blatant, obvious misses by the refs cost the Browns the game. Like you can talk about all the plays the Browns miss or all the plays that the Raiders miss, the mistakes by Baker, the fumbles, the interceptions. You can talk about all of that, but the refs took this game in their hands, right? The refs altered the game with absolutely awful Calls. That spot call, number one in this is that spot call on Hyde. He had the first down. I don't know how you move. I don't even know how you get to move that ball back. There was no angle at which you could definitively say that ball needed to move back two inches or five inches or whatever it was. On the punt, when they were getting the ball and they needed a touchdown and a two-point conversion, blatant block in the back. Should have been, they should have been going from their 10-yard line. Completely missed, obvious call that everyone saw. The sack fumble. How do you call that play dead? He wasn't in the grasp. That ball was out. Everybody saw it, clear as day. Man, and then the holding call that you saw on Garrett. I mean, it's astounding at how bad the refs are. Like, again, we can be so mad at this team and just like the eight drops they had today and the awful fumbles, the stupid one, and then the pick six, which I'm going to blame on Callaway too. You got to keep your feet. And if it hits you in the hands anyway, you got to catch it. So, you know, Baker's going to hear it today, but the Browns did put up 42 points. Two were, you know, home runs by Nick Chubb, to be fair. So Baker did, you know, 28 of those points or took a good part in 28 of those points. Man. All right, we're going to talk about the box score really quickly. I don't necessarily care so much about this because I'm still fuming mad from this game. Baker went 21 of 41, 295 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. The interception at the end of the game before they went into overtime was a bad one. You wanted to see him go down the field uh, and, you know, give him a shot, at least a field goal. So that one was just a bad pick and you hate to see that one. The pick six, again, bounced off of Callaway's hands, um, had two touchdown passes, you know, his first TD pass of his NFL career. And, you know, just before I continue moving on, you get the feeling that this Browns team is going to have a lot of games like this, where you saw Really, the better team today. The refs really did give this game to the Raiders. They really did. You know the Browns were better today. But our defense didn't show up today. Um, Our offense, at times, looked like they forgot how to play football for that stretch, that, you know, 20-point stretch that Oakland had to come back and go up. 
Um, you can see that the Browns lost their cool today. At some point in the game, they just completely, you know, imploded, right? They were completely inept in multiple facets of the game after the half. And that just, to me, shows the hallmark of a young team who just lost momentum and just couldn't get it back. To their credit, when they were down, Baker brought them back. And you have to give the Browns credit for that because they were up at the end of this game. So you have a player like Baker who is a rookie and he had some bad, bad, bad mistakes today. But you have to be encouraged by the fact that he didn't blink when his team was down. He brought him back when he knew his team was imploding. At no point was I like, man, we ought to try somebody else, right? We ought to try somebody else. Never did I say that during this game. Defense. Give it up for that defense today, huh? They looked completely bad. Uh, You just looked at how gassed this defense looked. They just didn't seem in sync all day. Um, You know, they had the pick by Randall, but I don't remember them getting any other turnovers. And honestly, this is the defense that has been playing this year. You know, it's the team that kind of lives and dies by the turnover. And we didn't get any today and we needed them because you look at the way Oakland went up and down the field on that defense. Uh, Marshawn Lynch, Lynch, 20 attempts, 130 yards, 52 long, just ran all over the Browns. Does that guy still look like he's impossible to tackle to? Like, dude just looks like a freak when he runs with the ball still at 32 years old, which just doesn't happen. Um, And then you look at, you know, receiving-wise, the Raiders had two receivers over 100 yards. Mari Cooper went eight for 128 yards and a touchdown. Cook, eight receptions, 110 yards, two touchdowns. Um, Our special teams, at some point... You have to look at our special teams coach every season and just fire him and hire a new one every single season until we have a respectable special teams. This isn't rocket science a lot of time, you know, but it seems like every game we give up a return that swings or has a significant impact on the game. And you have to wonder when the Browns are just going to say, we don't trust you anymore. We're done with our return team. We're done with the kick team, and we're simply kicking it out of bounds every single punt. <laughs> you know, you just, it just is astounding at how every game we have some. And then, you know, our return game looked pathetic again today. Does anybody think Jabril Preppers doesn't need to be back there right now, especially when your team's on the field as much as he is? and you're giving up 42 points and running all over the field, do we really need Peppers also as our return man? Uh, Callaway looked a little bit better, but, you know, he kind of coughed the ball up. His knee was down, but dude couldn't hold on to the ball all day. As soon as you saw him go back there, was everybody freaking out like me? Like, how has this guy earned an opportunity? I would never have put him back there. He had the one play that turned the game, that big pass play down to the one, 
And everybody was like, oh, all is forgiven. Well, dude had like five drops today. And then on the end around, did you see the way he was carrying the ball in one hand? Kind of out, like Walter Payton used to. You're like, dude, are you kidding me? You haven't held onto the ball all day today? So, man, I have a lot, a lot of problems with this game. Um, you know, our defense, you just kind of knew this defense was going to have a game like this. I mean, how many times did we see that last year where they would play a good game, you know, a good, you'd be impressed with the defense, and then the next game they'd give up, you know, 35 points or 40 points. You could just see it in this game, 45 points. I mean, that's not going to cut it. Oakland had 21 points in the fourth quarter. And I mean, that's just your defense being completely gassed. They they did look it too. And when that when they scored that touchdown to tie the game at the very end, I mean, did the Browns not look like they knew the game was over already? Just young team. Okay, I want to do player up, player down. Player up for the Browns. I got to go Nick Chubb. Three attempts for 105 yards, two touchdowns, and everyone who watched them noticed his breakaway speed. When you're running away from defensive backs and you're a running back as big as he is, I needed some positivity here, so that's why I'm going with player up, Nick Chubb. Um, You know, if this guy learns the offense a bit better, you know, the one other carry he had, I could tell he didn't know what to do. Didn't he look completely indecisive? Um, but you know, the two carries he took to the house, so you can't hate him too much. So that's my guy for today. That's player up player down. I got, I got to go with the Browns receivers, you know, Callaway. I don't know how many drops he had. It felt like four or five. And then the guy that I'm just going to start hating on. (laughs) I don't like to do this, but I'm going to start hating on him because, and he had the most receptions out of the Browns today, David and Joku. Five receptions, 52 yards, had at least a couple drops that he should have had. Missed a couple of blocks, too. And there's something about David Njoku missing blocks that just makes me sick. I hate seeing a tight end miss blocks that are obvious. And, you know, you look at the athlete he is. It's like you wonder if they're using him in just the completely wrong capacity, I don't know. It just seems like this guy lets me down at least once a game. Maybe maybe this is a snap, you know, angry judgment. Um, Jarvis didn't do much today. He had the touchdown, but only 34 yards. So you have to be a little bit disappointed there. Um, looking at, you know, other things, Baker had two fumbles. The one from the center exchange, you wonder what happened there as far as, you know, did the center just hike the ball when Baker wasn't ready? That's what it looked like to me. So can you really put that one on Baker? Um, You know, the other one, right tackle got pushed back into him. So that's the kind of play that I think will get better in time, but you, you hate seeing that. You know, he got hit a couple times today but it didn't seem to rattle him. This guy has a toughness that you have to appreciate. So I like seeing that out of Baker, his ability to bounce back from negative plays. Um, You know, the, the guy to me doesn't seem like a rookie. And I don't think the coaches see him that way either. Based on the fact that they were with 30 seconds to go in regulation, they were still trying to go down the field and score. They had three timeouts, 
30 seconds to go, but you have to appreciate the confidence they had where they're like, all right, we're not going into, you know, overtime. We're, we're going to try to win this thing. Um, and you hate seeing that pick. Oh, you know what? Gaines had a pick too. So I, I, I missed it. So there were two interceptions the Browns had on defense. I'm just looking at the box score right now and it just kind of came up. So, uh, overall, man, I mean, this is the worst way to lose a game, right? You get outplayed. That's one thing. And, you know, their defense did look awful today. Can you hate them for putting up 42 points on offense, though? Not at all, man. You have to be encouraged by the offense. The defense just looked ridiculous. Again, looked completely gassed by the fourth quarter. By overtime, you know, I couldn't believe they stopped them once. I thought the game was over as soon as the coin toss was finished. So that's my negative part of today, man. I I really did think the game was over at that point. You also have to wonder... Now, thinking about the coaching, you know, you look at the head coach and, you know, they missed that one unsportsmanlike conduct on Lynch early in the game. You know, they obviously should have called that on him because he missed the kick. They didn't call it. I think that was the logic they gave us through the, uh, you know, um, through the broadcast. But you look at the other missed calls and you didn't really see anything. I don't remember seeing much of Hugh Jackson going crazy, which he should have been. That hide turn still is the most insane overturn of a spot I've ever seen. Have you guys ever seen a ball moved back in that kind of situation? It clearly, the spot clearly showed the ball was over probably by half a football. The original spot they gave him before, right before they measured, I thought was way shorter than where it actually was. I actually thought the ball should have been moved up a half a yard. All right, so we gave the ball away four times. <laughs> like, I know that it sounds like I'm ignoring that fact. We did give the ball away four times, but we were up in this game and the refs changed the outcome of the game with just awful, awful calls and no calls. The things they missed were just, they changed the entire outcome. As a fan, you watch that and just go, how does somebody miss this? And how is there somebody not in a booth somewhere that overrides all of the awfulness from the refs that are on the field? Because there was plenty of evidence that suggested otherwise. At least to me there was, and you know, this is immediately after the game, so maybe there's replays and maybe there's things that happen afterward, um, you know, that I don't see. But man, did that was that frustrating to see, just some of the missed calls. That block in the back, too, drove me crazy um, on that punt return uh, and, you know, the strip sack. I'm just going to keep saying, I'm going to basically put myself to sleep tonight saying strip sack. How did they not call that? Looks like Terrence Mitchell fractured a forearm. Your heart goes out to that guy because he was having a good season. You know, I don't know what that means. Does that mean he's out for the season? Does that mean, you know, he can play with a cast at a certain point? I actually don't know what the average length of a player being out when they fracture a forearm, but it seems like you kind of need that. So it'll probably be a while. And you saw him walk off the field. Everybody knew it was broken. So, you know, that's the one injury that, you know, we saw today that looks like it was the significant injury of the game and, you know, one of the significant injuries of the season. Okay, so my MO is positivity and I got to give some of it for this game. You know, everybody I think in Cleveland, everybody who watched this game is completely disappointed, but you look at the team overall, you know, I think 
it was a game that we can at least say reset our expectations for the season. I think after that Thursday night game, we were all talking or thinking, man, the sky's the limit. We got the playoffs. You know, this is totally going to be a, a team that could compete for the, you know, uh, for the playoffs, a wild card. You know, I think we were all had some sort of weird positivity buried deep inside of us that we thought, hey, you know, this team looks like a team that could be competitive this year. And then you you watch this game and they lost the game, you know, and I, I am blaming the refs, but you did have four turnovers. You completely shut down in the third quarter and the fourth quarter. You were up 28 to 14 on the road, you know, and so it is a good reset of expectations. And I, I know this team is going to be insanely exciting to watch this year. And you have all these young guys. So there's just so much promise and from year to year, you know there's going to be growth. You know they're going to be better and better. Even each quarter of the season, you know, they talk about breaking down each four games of the season. So we're one, two, and one. And this team will be better in the next four games than they were in the first four. And the reason you say that is they now have their quarterback who's in, he's learning. He'll have his up and ups and downs still. David Carr, they said it today, lost his first 10 games as an NFL starter. And I don't see that happening with Baker. I just see a level of maturity in this guy that we're all going to be happy with. We're, I think we all already are happy with where he is there. And he's going to just get better. You know, you didn't see any of those ridiculous... Deshaun Kaiser mistakes that you did last year. We looked like we had a real NFL offense for the first time in, I don't know, since 2007. Didn't it look like we had a real offense today? That is something to take away from this game, something to be excited about. And when you think about the fact that, okay, we take away Nick Chubb's two touchdowns. So, that puts the Browns at 48 points. Sorry, 28 points. So they had 42, subtract 14. <laughs> 28 points basically from Baker is a pretty solid offensive output. All right. So, and you know, they had a pretty balanced attack today overall. If you just look at it from the yards perspective, he had 285 yards passing, something like that. Um, so you have to be happy with, you know, that particular 295 yards passing. So you have to be happy and encouraged with what you saw there. Um, you know, it, it does hurt with the loss, but man, I mean, when you have a quarterback, everything else is, it's just such a secondary problem. When you don't have a quarterback, you saw what happened last year. But watching his first full start, 295 yards passing, two touchdowns, had a few mistakes, you have to be encouraged, right? You have to be really excited about this team. And you want to see, I think you want to see more Nick Chubb, right? You want to see him put into situations where he's getting a few more carries. And maybe that's just a bigger you know, set of plays that he's going to get. Uh, I still like Hyde as the starter, and I the reason I like that is because, one, he takes care of the ball. Um, he runs hard. He seems to get stronger as the game goes. Uh, 
But man, I mean, Chubb kind of proved today, he's sort of undeniable. And when you get him in open field, it's kind of fun to watch him, you know, make defensive backs miss too. Because normally you think about a guy like that running through players and he was running around him and away from them. So you have to be encouraged by that. Um, other things that, you know, you want to see them do a little bit better, and I feel like we've been talking about this for four games now, is our inability to run a screen pass that is effective. Uh, you know, this team desperately needs to figure that out. Um, we've had way too many coaches in our past and way too many regimes that had difficulty running a screen pass. Um, so you hate you hate seeing that that seems like, you know, somewhat of an easy play. Um, to know how to run, especially because these guys have been running them forever. And you want to see a bit more of that. Um, Higgins showed up again today. Uh, so I like Higgins or Shard Higgins a lot on the Browns. Um, he's one of those dudes who they did have, well, they really didn't have patience with him because they cut him at the beginning of last year. But the guy looks like a completely different player. And he looks like a completely different player with Baker too. So. You have to take that away from this as well. Uh, looking at Miles Garrett today, you know, he had a half a sack, at least that's what the, the box shows right now. Seven tackles, two assists. Um, that's out of your defensive end. And at times, you know, he was pushing that left tackle back. Um, he was affecting the game. He was making plays. He had some really nice run stops, kind of did some manhandling in certain cases. I remember when they tried to block him with a wide out, which was hysterical. Um, so the guy is looking like a defensive player of the year candidate. Um, you have to appreciate what he's doing and it's different than most players on any football team. He's a difference maker every single game. People have to know where he is. They have to game plan for a player like that. And we just haven't had players like that on this team, right? And now you have several. I'm going to throw Baker Mayfield into this because I am so encouraged by what we saw today. We're going to see ups and downs out of him this year. It's just the nature of a rookie quarterback. but. You have to appreciate some of the passes he's making, some of the shots he's taking. The dude has nerve. It's not just this dink and dunk. A lot of rookie quarterbacks are scared. They're gun shy when they get in there. They don't want to turn the ball over, so it's very conservative. It shortens the field. Dude is stretching the field. You have to be encouraged by a lot of what you're seeing. Um, you know, you like seeing Ward today. I don't feel like you heard a lot from him. He had the nice tackle on Lynch in the flat that you like to see. But, you know, the problem when you're just looking at the stats is the Raiders had a lot of yards, a lot of yards today in the passing game. So you have to go back and look at the tape as far as, you know, who was giving that up. And at certain points, didn't you think that the Browns were almost blitzing too much in certain cases? Like, didn't you feel like the Browns line probably could have put pressure, better pressure, uh, or could have had pressure on Carr with four and dropping more often? I don't know. It just seemed like certain cases where guys were just wide open in the secondary. Like, it just completely confused the defense and some of the wide open plays they had. 
Um, so that kind of makes you a little bit, you know, sick. But overall, the offense, you have to be just encouraged. The NFL is offense oriented, right? They want you to get yards. They want you to score points. They want all the excitement. And the Browns kind of are showing they have that, at least in, you know, a game and a half, you know, six quarters of football. You got to be encouraged by our offense. You want to see more of it. You just hate the way we lost this game. I st- I'm going to be angry for a few days on this game, but be encouraged by this team and don't lose faith in this team. The reason why people were saying the same old Browns in the third quarter, the same old Browns, other Brownsing it again, is because this is a young team. Give them a chance. They will develop over the season. They are going to get better. So let's look at this the first quarter of the season, you know, as being done. They should have at least one more win right now, probably two more wins right now. This team should be 2-1-1, one, and one, maybe 3-1. and I mean, potentially this team could be 4-0. and oh. We've lost by those few plays, you know, it's and that's something that every young team might struggle with. So I think we'll see maturity over the coming season, over the next four games. I know we're going to be better. We're going to have a better team this year. Everybody in Cleveland should be excited about this team still. We can't hang our heads over just this one game, right? Um, so you got the Ravens. You have the Chargers. You have the Buccaneers, and then you have the Steelers. And based on how we played the Steelers the first time around, we know that we can play with those guys. You you have to wonder, of course, about the turnovers, and you know we're not going to force that many turnovers again. So those games are going to be tough, but I think we can play with Baltimore. I think we can play with the Chargers, and I think we can play with the Buccaneers. So those are going to be some exciting games. Um, and that's the next quarter of the season. So let's stay positive. The Browns aren't as bad as we thought they'd be. And I know after that last game, we really did think they were going to, they were just going to, you know, win the rest of their games this season. It didn't happen. Hang with me. I'll see you again this week. Go Browns.